Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Spreading Humors. Um, right before this, I forgot to press record. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm talking to nothing. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm talking to you. But I'm sorry. You know. <laughs> um, sorry we missed last week. Uh, it was kind of a rough week for both of us, I think. Yeah, very rough week. Um, we've been kind of going through some mental health things, uh, which is kind of what I think we wanted this episode to be about. Um, it's, it's getting, I don't want, it is getting close to the holidays. Um, yep. and I know for a lot of people that's very stressful. Uh huh. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with, you know, why things have been going downhill and also, you know, now students are back cause school started and it's really busy and chaotic and life has just been a lot right now. Yeah, definitely a lot. And it's just, I mean, with the holidays coming up, seasonal depression is going to be hitting if it's not already yeah yeah Yeah. um so this i i think this episode should be kind of you know about mental health and um we can maybe share our mental health journeys um if you're comfortable of course um and just kind of you know talk through some things and maybe maybe we can help someone who's struggling through this time in their life uh or you know help someone to help someone help them that didn't make fucking sense (laughs) Sorry. Lots of help going on, but I don't know where it's directed. At Regardless, we want to help. <laughs> and maybe this will. I don't know. Hard telling. Um, so this might be a little bit more of a serious episode. So trigger warning um, if you aren't interested in listening to this or if it makes you uncomfortable. I totally understand. That's fine. You can skip, skip this, this episode. And I will not look uh, down on you. Down oh, no. Upon you. Down either regardless i will not be upset (laughs) Ding. um anyway i can't find a comfortable spot for my mic that's okay you can move it around you could just bring it around bring it around town that's a spongebob reference guess it is (laughs) um (laughs) sorry see we still we still gotta laugh some i mean yeah that's my only that's a positive coping. coping mechanism. I was going to say, it's definitely a coping mechanism. Uh-huh. I, um, I know, like, for me specifically, I never really um, paid attention to my mental health much growing up. Cause yeah. I felt like I didn't have any issues. I mean, I was relatively happy as a kid. Um, you know, I was in my relationship for forever and, like, mm-hmm. everything was great. I, I was in school. Um, it did hit a little bit while in school. Um, getting, you know, like, especially like, being a music major being so hard on myself oh yeah you know wanting to just be the best at everything and you know we're not the best at everything nope um unfortunately but it kind of hit a little bit and then you know after the breakup it really really hit like i really had some some downfalls and honestly last week was probably one of the worst weeks since the breakup it's been really 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 rough i don't know why couldn't tell you um, all the planets in Gatorade. Oh, tr- <laughs> not Gatorade. <laughs> in the microwave. <laughs> um, yeah, probably. Probably the freaking planets. Um, fucking Mercury. Fuck you, Mercury. Yeah. Stupid bitch. Sorry. I mean, technically, every planet other than Earth is in retrograde currently. I guess that's true. Even the sun? The sun's not, not a planet. It's a star. God, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I mean... That's one thing. I need to quit the negative self-talk. Yeah. 
I'm sorry. I'm just a little goofy. <laughs> I'm just a little silly sometimes. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> wow. This is going places. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, you know, it could be a lot of things. And things from my past that are resurfacing. Things, yep. You know, it's been really stressful, like at work and stuff. Yep, that's and, what like, I was going to say was being so busy with it. The semester starting work has just completely burn us out burnt you out especially yeah I was working a lot but I mean I really try and like my problem is too when I get like that when I get into like that really depressive state I just shut down yep I turn my phone off well I don't turn it off but it's on silent it's on silent (laughs) so might as well be turned off yeah I just ignore people and I'm really sorry I don't mean to do that uh and I just like I just kind of go into like my own little hole and I think that's very unhealthy yeah (laughs) Um, but it's just, I'm not used to dealing with my emotions because I've never really had to. Mm-hmm. I've always had someone to help me. Right. That, and now I don't. And so I'm like, oh shit. No, I get it. I mean, I, growing up, I knew something was wrong, but my family didn't believe in mental health issues. Right. Um, if, you know, <laughs> which funny enough anytime anything would happen and I'd be feeling a certain way and I'd finally muster up the courage to be like hey this is how I'm feeling to my parents but oh it's just in your head yes, yes literally it is it's a chemical imbalance in my head that I got from you bitches yeah, thanks um I remember talking with my sister about um how she's been on ADHD medication for a few years I hope she doesn't mind me talking about that uh, but I had no idea. And then when she said that, she, cause I was telling her about, cause I was in therapy and I was telling her about how like I, you know, was getting really distracted about things. I couldn't, you know, keep my mind focused on anything. And she's like, you know, you might have ADHD. You might, you know, get that checked. And I was yeah. like, I never, I just never thought I was like, what? Like, what do you mean? And that's when she told me, she's like, well, you know, I have it and I've been on medication for a few years now and it's really helped. And I was like, you have mental health. Like, I, was, I <laughs> yeah. wasn't, like, trying to be, like, an ass, but in my head, no, I was just but like, yeah. oh, shit. I was like, well, this is, like, real. Like, the fact that it's, like, so close. Growing up, I never acknowledged any of that because, like, my parents didn't have it, or at least they never showed me. Right. I was never really around people. I mean, like, I, I had friends that had depression and stuff, but it wasn't, like, I guess directly affecting me. Yeah, and I mean, whenever you see other people with depression or whatever, you compare how you feel to how they feel, and depression isn't the same person to person. So you being like, oh, well, I don't act the way I do, so they do, so I can't, I can't be depressed if they're depressed because we don't act the same. Right. But it doesn't work like that. Yeah, depression is, it can show itself in many different ways. It's whack. And I've experienced quite a few of them recently, which is just like so wild from like the, cause there's like nights where like I don't eat and mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm not hungry. Like I'm fine, but yep. that's probably depression. Yup. <laughs> Suppressing my appetite. And I'm just like, I, I never really noticed that as being a sign mm-hmm. until my depression got really bad. Do you have, or have you recently been having really bad memory, fog, like brain fog, yes. forgetting things? That's depression. Yes. That's depression. <laughs> Um, and I disassociate all the time when I get like that. Like, I'm just like, I just zone myself out. I don't remember what happened five minutes ago. I'm like, what? (laughs) No, I, I completely get it. Yeah. So anyway, so back to my sister, this was, there was a point to that. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's fine. Uh, but basically she just said, well, maybe talk to your therapist about that. And sure enough, I do have ADHD. 
And I was like, wow, that actually makes sense why I can't do anything. And thinking about it, it's been like that my entire life. That's why my procrastination is so bad. Yep. And I just never associated that with mental health because I was like, I'm just lazy. Hmm. I mean, maybe partially, but no. <laughs> There's something else going on up there. <laughs> well, that's so my dad was diagnosed with ADHD when he was teenager, young adult, whatever. But they didn't like categorize that as a mental health problem Mm. and then whenever I okay throughout school I never had any trouble like none of it caused me to have any issues until high school but my younger sister right below me she had a lot of things that like she was just distracted all the time during school and so uh my dad was like oh well she probably has ADHD like me they went and had her tested for it. She, It was before, you know, they just said everyone had it right. or whatever. But they were like, no, she doesn't have it because she's not hyper. And like, yes, I get it. However, and now it's different because ADD and ADHD are They're like the same. joined together. Whereas before, they were two very different things. Or at least that's what we were taught. Right. When all reality is, it's the same thing. Yeah, you it's... Know. Like depression, ADHD shows form. It shows yep. all different forms. Exactly. You That's know, what from, I was going to say. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, no. No. You're <laughs> fine. I just, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Like from, you know, procrastinating or, you know, being like overly productive too can be that, from ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, hyper, you know, that also has something to do with it, I'm sure. Um, and all sorts of things. Like. Yeah. And it's just like, I have a friend who has OCD and it's just crazy how opposite. I never really realized that they're like opposite. Like, I don't know. Mental health is just like, I never, I never thought about it. But as I get older, I really have to think about it because now Mm -hmm. it's like living with me and I'm seeing, you know, people who are close to me have to deal with that. Yep. Because, you know, OCD is also a huge, huge issue. Yes. And I know he gets really frustrated with his OCD all the time. I just say, I've got very acute OCD and it only is present for certain things like eating in particular mm-hmm. um if i'm eating like fruit snacks or m&ms or skittles or whatever things that have different colors i have to group them into their different colors and if it's an odd number i can't eat the odd number i have to give it away like, i can't oh it's interesting I, I don't know what it is but i i do something similar except when there's an odd number i just make all of the piles equal number so I'll like, but I'll, I'll eat them, but I'll right. eat them like one by one. <laughs> right. Well, and then I always eat my least favorite flavor to mm-hmm. my favorite flavor. Save the best for last. I do that with, oh, I do that with like every food. Yeah. Truthfully. I mean, even if I've got a full plate going to a buffet, yeah, I'm going to save probably like mashed potatoes for last or something. Cause... Yeah. Because mashed potatoes are fucking fire. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mashed potatoes. Listen, they could get it. <laughs> smash smash honestly any potato i like i was potatoes. gonna say any form of potato like, i'm pretty i love like scallop potatoes oh yes. oh my god mm, listen we're gonna go on a tangent here for a second just like the cheese and like the creamy and like how thin they are mm-hmm. <gasps> anyway <laughs> sorry that was kind of gross <laughs> well, no, but, like i don't know scallop potatoes it's a lot like eating chips but it's still soft yeah so I don't and know. it's just amazing. Yep. I like a baked potato. I like fries. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what were we talking about? Potatoes. <laughs> oh, OCD and how you eat. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I definitely do that too, and like that's why I eat 
I have a confession to make. I might have said this in season one. I don't remember, but I eat my pizza backwards sometimes. I think we did, yeah. Well, I'm bringing it back. I eat my pizza backwards, and that's partially why, because I don't like the crust. Yeah. Unless it's cheese stuffed, and then I will eat it last. But usually, I don't really like the crust, so I eat the pizza first. First, or I'll eat, the, eat crust. the bone first. I eat the and bone then first, the... and then eat the pizza. Yeah. Because I don't like the crust, so like. No, yeah. I get it. I've never done that. I used whenever I was little, I just would not eat the crust at all. Now that I'm older, I just treat it like a breadstick and I dip it in whatever dipping yep. sauce I have. That's how you do it. I don't know why they didn't teach us that shit in school. They didn't uh, teach us a lot of shit in school. That's fair. That's fair. Google, <laughs> you come in handy Google sometimes. be the realist. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored. <laughs> Can you? Um, <laughs> Google's fine. Google. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, anywho. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I yeah. forgot what tangent we were. Um, ADD, ADHD. Oh, yeah, and how it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. My therapist tried to do, like, I just spit or something. What the fuck? That's not what it means when they say make it rain. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> just just saying. Thank you for that clarification. You're I welcome. Really needed that in my life. You're welcome. Anyway. My therapist told me. I'm just going through a phase, but it's not a fucking phase. I just want to feel okay. Okay, motherfucker. Now you've got my attention. Sorry. Not us, not us doing that. No, my therapist did not tell me that. Uh, he told me to, um, like organize cause in school, it was in school, especially like I was very, I'm very organized in school, but it was getting to the point where I wasn't. Yep. And I work on the computer mostly. So he was like, Oh, why don't you, you know, change the color of your pens? And I was like, I don't handwrite any. Bitch, it's 2023. I don't handwrite shit. I guess at the time it was hand. It's 2022. <laughs> I'm not even in school and I handwrite everything, but that's fair. I don't. I type everything. <laughs> I live in the first world and I have a problem. <laughs> so that's on me. I apologize. I know. I think my thing, and it's weird and I don't want to say conceited, but it's very selfish. I don't want to let my nice handwriting just like. No, that's fair. Go away. So I have to constantly practice writing. And... Well, and you remember stuff too when you write it out. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I should do that. Regardless, that's not the point. The point of the story was that he told me to like color code your folders on your computer. And I tried that and it did not work. It did not work. I was like, yeah, that's orange. <laughs> and what? <laughs> like, what of it? Okay, so, so growing up, what colors were what subjects? Oh, I science was green. Yep. History was blue. No. Oh, English was purple. No. Math was red. No. I didn't quite catch that. Could you please say that again? It didn't say your name. Siri, can you stop? Siri wanted to be in the podcast. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyway. No, for me, it was green science. I think that's a given. Everyone's. Yeah. But then English was blue. Social studies was orange, uh, math was red, and then foreign languages were purple. See, I never, well, I guess in high school I did take a foreign language. Well, yeah, it wasn't until high school I that I got have given into it. Yellow. I don't Actually, remember. Actually, maybe math was yellow. I really did, like, my favorite subject was my favorite color, so I guess in my case math would have been green, because I loved math. And then I would do like my least favorite colors is my least favorite subject. So English. <laughs> so English was probably yellow. <laughs> English was probably yellow for me. No, so uh, Not th- there's nothing wrong uh, with yellow, but I'm just saying. In high school, 
the way the school was set up, basically each subject had its own wing and each wing was color coded. And so I just grew to, because I had a decently big high school and it was a lot for freshmen, especially it was go, go to the blue staircase. You go into math, go to this staircase. Oh, interesting. Yeah. We didn't have that. We just had like certain hallways. That's fair. I'm like, okay, this hallway is like the freshman classes and like, I don't know. That's why junior high was for me. The main floor was sixth grade and then the top floor was seventh and eighth grade. And then the basement was all the uh, like band and PE health. The basement? Yeah. Oh, not the basement. Mm-hmm. The basement. In the basement. Mm-hmm. That could be a hit single. <laughs> In the basement. In the basement. Watch out about to drop a mixtape. <clears throat> Yeehaw. Um, school is such a blur to me. I think, and again, I kind of realized, I kind of had a traumatic childhood. Um. Oops. <laughs> I didn't realize it until I was looking back at it and I was like, wow. That was pretty traumatic. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to get into details, but like as an adult now, I look at that and I'm like, there's reasons why I don't remember a lot of what I did in school. Yeah. I blocked that shit out because I was like, yep. I don't give a fuck. I'm like, I don't need to remember what I did in fifth grade. No, I've repressed a lot of school. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're <laughs> like, oh my God, high school be the best four years of your life. A bitch where? I'm still waiting. <laughs> I still have not. Like high school was Once not you're it. out, you're just going to wish you can go back. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Not to high school. Not once. Um, High school, yeah. High school could get fucked, honestly. High school sucked. I really enjoyed junior high, middle school. If I could go back to that, then yeah, I school, would. Well, for me, I was really popular in middle school, so I really liked it. I, I don't... I never think I was popular. I did have my group of friends that obviously we outgrew each other once high school came around. Right, as But... I was very much so a teacher's pet, um, and I got to do whatever the hell I wanted because of it. Fair enough. So by the time end of eighth grade came around, everyone else is, you know, taking finals and tests. I'm walking the hallways, like eating a bag of popcorn and peace, bitch. Like, look at me. (laughs) Period. Uh, in middle school is sick. Middle school is sick. Sixth grade, eh. seventh and eighth grade though. Yeah. Like especially like eighth grade. Yeah. Eighth grade was fun. Um, I had a good time in eighth grade. Same. Had a ton of friends, and we were just like good people. You know, like most of us were in band. Yep. I was so, a band. And we were pop. We were the popular kids in band, because a lot of people that were in band were also playing football and playing. Really. Baseball. Yeah. Because I mean, we were in Alaska. There's not a whole lot we could well, do. True. So we just were like, yeah. So, Especially you went to a significantly smaller school. Um. Well, maybe not middle school, but. Middle school. Well, so we had three different middle schools or, and high schools around. So so I lived in like a smaller town called, I lived in North Pole. Not the North Pole, just North Pole. Okay. I didn't live with the fucking penguins and shit. I was freezing my ass off in the Arctic. Dang. Um. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want a penguin. There are penguins in Alaska up north, but I wasn't that far. I was in central Alaska. See, I'll show you guys on the camera. See, this is Alaska. See that? That's Alaska. I live right there. This is Canada. That's Alaska. I live right there. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't know you could make Alaska out of your hand. I thought that was really cool. Anyway. It's Alaska. Yeah. Okay. I see. Isn't it. that crazy? It is. Anyway. Weird. Yeah. I didn't learn that until after I left Alaska. Hmm. Fun fact. 
Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Size of middle school. Oh yeah. Um, it, it was it was large. It, it was pretty large. We had a, quite a few people. Um, my high school was really big too. We also had there was three high schools. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I lived in North Pole, which was 15 minutes from Fairbanks, which was like the big city. Yeah. And they had two, two high schools. People would drive from North Pole to go to those high schools. They, they were pretty good high schools. Or you can go to North Pole. Or we also had a high school on um, the, the Air Force Base. Oh, yeah. That was like yeah. 10 minutes out. So we had a lot. So there were a lot of people. Like, And everyone's like, Alaska's so tiny. I mean, no. It's no. not small. It's really big. Um, but so, yeah. So I just had like, there was like a lot for everyone to do. So we all just did everything. And so having you know, band, the band nerds. Yeah. Be, play, hang out with the jocks hang out with the art people you know like yeah we were all just friends and it was really cool and i would do i would do a lot to go back if i knew what i knew now and went back to middle school it game over for you bitches <laughs> like i got you <laughs> all i can say is middle school me would not be happy with how i turned out oh really <laughs> oh i was like crisscross applesauce <laughs> oh, I, I was okay see. i wasn't catholic so not quite but i was raised in a very very big christian not even home but like my friend group was super my best friend's dad was a preacher so oh, okay i was very goody two shoes and you know i'm never gonna drink alcohol i'm never gonna smoke a cigarette i'm never whatever yeah i i was goody too kind of i was kind of a naughty kid actually i mean i was but under the radar yeah me my dad was a state trooper so i could get away with very little yeah um because he was like one of the top people too not like a sergeant maybe a sergeant i don't know what he was regardless he was like up there yeah. in the ranks and so people like knew and like they knew me they knew my family they knew my entire family and my fucking cousins and shit so we couldn't get into trouble so i had to be very very sneak very very sneak Oh, yeah. Um, and there were a few things I got away with and a few things I didn't get away with. Um, I never got into, like, huge trouble. Like, yeah. I would never... I was afraid of getting in trouble. Same. So, like, I didn't. Um, and my parents, they weren't, like, super strict, to be honest with you, which is kind of surprising. They really let me do whatever I wanted as long as I, you know, kept them in the loop. So. Can't relate. Uh, <laughs> but you also, you basically grew up as an only child. Yeah, I did. I did grow up yeah. as an only child because all my siblings are older than me and they were all. Yeah. Well, gone. my older sister is only five years older than me and she got in trouble a lot, but basically just got like a slap on the wrist like, oh, don't do it again. Right. And then when it came time for me to go and do things and explore the world and I could not do anything. Yeah. I was not allowed to leave the house. I had a curfew. She never had a curfew. Um, if I went places, I most of the time had to take my little sisters. Um, and then when it got to the point that like I had a boyfriend and I was going out and doing things that was the curfew got shorter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no. And then my siblings after me, my parents went back to being super lax and I'm like, okay guys. Wow. Wow. They really did you dirty. That's uh, older middle child syndrome right there. Uh-huh. If I ever did see it. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I guess I was kind of lucky that I grew up as an only child because, you know, I had to go make friends so I could be, you know, social and not yeah. be awkward. That turned out <laughs> great. Say, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, when I was in fifth grade, I got a cell phone, my first cell phone. 
um, because I was going out and doing things with friends. Mm-hmm. Like again, it's Alaska. We walked everywhere. Like we would yeah. walk to the gas station from my house all the fucking time, and just we go. We would go. Also, so nice. It was like a mile away. We would walk down to the gas station. We would get a little ice cream cone, <laughs> like like a little fucking drumstick, and we, there was like a little park next door. Yeah, we'd go to the park and just eat this fucking ice cream. Like, it was so much fun. And so my parents were like, mm, "If you're gonna be doing that." You need to be able to contact us. So here's a little phone. And it's a little, little Nokia. Yeah. It was like a little like prepaid, you know, uh-huh. nothing fancy. Um, but I don't know. They just had a lot of trust in me. And I did a really good job of not breaking that trust. Um, I'm trying to think of the time I really got. I never really got in trouble until they found out I had a girlfriend. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, I, didn't, I never <laughs> really got in trouble until I was dating my ex and was doing things to get in trouble and see i didn't even do anything to get in trouble they just didn't like that i was gay and then they said oh oh i mean they didn't like who i was dating for good reason and i wish i had opened my eyes to it a lot sooner however at the time it was just annoying and it's like can you not just let me live my fucking life yeah <laughs> well no yeah and i think a lot of especially teenagers feel that way yeah especially if they have strict parents yeah i think that's why my parents weren't super strict too because like they were afraid of maybe me what's it called me like fight back or whatever like i don't remember what it's called anyway they were like (laughs) my brain is like yeah i don't know i um maybe they weren't i don't know maybe they were just chill i guess i don't know i don't know hard telling um but we did a lot of we did a lot of things so i don't know but I, I guess I don't know why I think my childhood was... So, I don't think my childhood was traumatic. Like, I don't... I'm not saying that, like, oh, my gosh, my childhood ruined me. Like, it didn't. But there's just some aspects, like, maybe not at home, but, like, in general that were just yeah. traumatic. I mean, I... I don't want to say my parents were bad parents because they weren't... By, they didn't beat me. They didn't... I wasn't malnourished or anything. But it's just... Especially when it came to mental health... They were not there for it. Like, they didn't support. And even my younger sisters, after I tried to unsubscribe from life, you know, and I clearly have something wrong with me, they still, my little sisters showed signs and it's like, oh, no, nothing's wrong. It's just a phase. It's just a stage. My little sister, who's about to be 12. Wow. um, She is basically copy paste of me how I was at that age and it scares me to death because I know what road she's headed down if my parents don't open their fucking eyes and do something about and it. And they still have they're still like blind. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yep. And it's just crazy that it even though that did happen. I didn't mean to laugh by the way. Oh no, it's the funny. way I say it. I know. Um, I just want people to hate me for laughing. I don't mean to. <laughs> I wasn't that. I'm so glad you didn't unsubscribe from life because I'm your number one fan. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and I would be upset <laughs> if we never met. I guess I wouldn't be because I wouldn't know. Regardless, we're done. I know what you mean. Yeah, thank Goodbye. You. <laughs> um again, I forgot what I was saying. I'm sorry. No, it's not your fault. It's mine. Oh, oh, I guess um what the fact that they saw you go through that and now your little sister is starting to go through that you think that they would catch on you'd think you think they should you'd think but um and like for me it's it's still hard for me to pick out when someone's having 
a mental health crisis. I'm getting better, obviously, because now I know, because I know how yeah. I am. Um, but again, everyone's different. So yep. when I'm like looking out for my friends, I'm like, are you doing okay? And I'm like, yeah, for sure. Mm, bitch, are you doing? I do that. I do that. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I'm good. I do that. And I've gotten too good at it. Because mm-hmm. people believe me. Mm-hmm. People sometimes don't really believe me. Uh, Nick's about the only one that doesn't believe me. Nick and my best friend, Ariel. About the only two people that'll call me out on it. And you now. But I'm getting there. Yeah. I guess I'm getting there. I'm getting I, we're very similar in how we react and how we cope with our issues. And so I think you see a lot of your own signs in me and vice versa. So like I can tell whenever you're in a slump because one, you're not texting me like you normally do because we can have a conversation where five minutes in between each reply minimum or maximum. And then whenever you or I aren't feeling good, we can go like two days without saying anything. Yeah. That's pretty wild. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, I mean, truthfully, you've helped me realize a lot about me, too. Oh, I did. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I told myself I wasn't going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, but no, but I, I mean this like, like, like seriously, because again, I didn't realize anything about anything. I was yeah. so brain dead to it all because I didn't think I had to deal with it. Yeah. You know, but then like seeing the way you are when you are in a slump made me realize oh shit is that how i am and i remember you call me out you call me out a lot i do <laughs> um and i'm like oh fuck okay i see it and like of course i know when i'm in a slump oops <laughs> um, i know when i'm in a slump of course but to see that like other people can tell yeah you know like there's people you know like my closest people closest people my closest people yeah i will just say the roommate <laughs> for example she doesn't know i mean i don't really see her though and i don't yeah. know talk to her about i don't know i i don't like talking there's certain people i will not talk to about things no i understand amy is one of them unfortunately and i don't mean that because i don't trust her or anything i just it's hard when you live with her you've yeah. known her for so long you guys have been friends and you guys have a different kind of bond that it's not Right. You don't want to come to her and unload all of your problems. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, I don't even talk to my family about my shit. Like my parents, fuck no. Mm-mm. My siblings, sorry, but no, I ain't talking to you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Um, you're like the only one, you and Michael are the only two I talk to about my shit. And I, I don't know why. And I've never talked to anybody else besides my therapist. Hey. <laughs> if you're watching, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Miss who? I need to go back. You go back into therapy. Um, <laughs> Your therapist can be like, "Give me their no- give me her number." Like, yeah, <laughs> I need to work on her too. Yeah, huh, group therapy, <laughs> couples therapy, but for friends. Yeah. So friendship therapy. Friendship. That Except sounds like our friendship's a problem. It's not. Buddy, th- uh, buddy system therapy. Bring a buddy. Yeah. Bring your friend to therapy day. There you go. That's what we need. I like it. Yeah, we we came to a conclusion. I'm like, all right, I'm here to tell you everything she's lying about. <laughs> yes, for real. Um, this bitch is lying out her ass right now, so you need to. Mm, or do you be sitting over there in the corner like this? Like, is that what happened? Is that really is that, what happened? Is that really how you feel? Hmm. Hmm. And the therapist is gonna be like, all right, she needs to go. Yeah, but you're you you're done. You're done. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like I can tell you things. Yeah. And you won't, one, you don't judge me. Oh, absolutely not. Two, you don't try to make me feel like it doesn't matter. Not that people do, but there have been people that just are like, oh, well, here's my feelings, Mm -hmm. you know? And like, that's the other thing too. Like when I'm trying to vent and someone else tries to vent on top of my vents, I hate that. I'm all about, I'm like, please vent to me. Like, I love that shit. I love listening to people's shit. Um, mostly because I know it helps them. Yep. And also because I want to be that person that's there for people. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care if I barely fucking met you. Like, I don't care if I've known you for two hours. Like, you tell me some shit. Yeah. I'm taking that shit to the grave with me. Like, (laughs) I swear to God. Like, you are safe with me. And so, to have that, to have that is like, I don't know, it feels weird to me. No, that's fair. Because I'm not used to it. Um, that wasn't the point of that. I just realized that the point of me saying all that. Um, was because there, I guess there's a time and a place. Like when I want to vent, I don't want you to vent. You know, like when you're venting, I'm not going to vent. I don't mean you specifically. No. Yeah. No, I get you. you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like if I want to vent to someone, I don't expect them to vent back at the same time. Like that's just, that's too much venting. That's too much emotion. (laughs) Like I can't handle that. No, I get it. And I, for the most part, I feel the same way. And I think a problem that I, or not necessarily a problem, some people have a problem with it, some people don't. If someone is venting to me, I try and come from an understanding place and I outright will be like, well, are you wanting me to listen or are you wanting advice? Yeah. Because if you just want me to listen, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to listen. But if you want my input, I'm going to relay. I'm like, this is how you're feeling. This is how, I may not know exactly what you're going through, but here's what I've went through that's similar and how I felt about it. And. Well, that's helpful though. You know, like, and, and I like that you do ask because, you know, there are some times where, yes, I need advice. Yeah. And I think usually I'll say something. Like, yeah. Usually I'll say, hey, um, help. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I think we've gotten good at, at reading each other and figuring out yeah. when we need to vent or when we want advice versus when we want to just talk, talk about something. Yeah. Uh, and we do a lot of bullshitting, which is very helpful. Yes. Yes, it is. You're my emotional support friend, and I mean that dearly. No, um, same to you. <laughs> like, when you're not at work, I get so upset. I'm like, wow. Like, the weekends yeah. now? Sorry. It's not your fault. I just am sad. Because it's just me. No. I'll get over it. I'm, st- I'm strong. I'm strong. But you don't have to be strong. You're allowed to not be strong, and you're allowed to feel your feelings. You're right. You're right. I'm afraid of my feelings. Same. I truthfully am. I I don't want to say I look at it as a form of weakness because I don't. I just don't want to be the person that everyone looks at and goes, oh, God, what is she going to bitch about now? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be that person. And I know I'm not that person. I know that. I just there's part of me that is like, you're going to become that person if you don't get shit yep. together. Like, you got to be happy. And I think that's why that's why I'm so funny. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a like we mechanism. said, humor is a coping mechanism. And I think uh, for me personally, like I being depressed, as depressed as I am, I don't want to be that. Per- oh, great. What's she sad about? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, oh, she's sad again. The boy who cried wolf sort of thing. Like, you know, even the smallest thing is going to set her off. She's borderline psychopathic. Like, yeah, you're not like that. You're not that. <laughs> don't think you're that. You're not. No. That. And I don't, I, I don't think I'm that, but I subconsciously try and avoid becoming that. Yeah, I get that. 
And in doing that, we suppress our feelings. Yeah. And and that's why you got to find people who are understanding enough to listen. Yep. When you need to listen, when you need someone to listen, to give advice when you need someone to give advice. Mm-hmm. I'm not great at giving advice by any means, but I'm a damn good listener. Yes. And if you need advice, I'll do my best, <laughs> but I'll be honest and say, look, I don't really know how to help you. Yep. But let me, you know, I have a friend that maybe let me reach out and see if they have any ideas. Because, like, I want to help you even if I can't. I'm yes. sure I know someone who can. And that's the other thing. Like, they always say, oh, my gosh, get help, get help, get help. It's not that easy. No, dude. it's not. Getting help is hard because yep. you don't want to be that person. Nope. And I struggle with that because having to go. I went into therapy um, back back in 2021 so right after the pandemic mostly because of i was having really bad anger issues i have always kind of had anger issues growing up um, but it got really really bad at one point so i went for that and it helped a lot but then i went after the breakup i was like oh my god i need therapy yeah and that was terrifying for me for whatever reason i was like i can't like i i don't I don't do therapy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was one of those, like, I don't do that. Yep. And that's really disgusting that I was like that, to be honest with you, uh, for myself. Well, no, I you mean, know? I similar, not similar, uh, whenever I had court-mandated therapy that I had to go to, I, one, lied through my teeth mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't, like, one, lock me up in the crazy ward, um... But two, I just, I knew when I had my appointments, I knew how many hours I had to do. And, you know, coming to the last couple appointments, my therapist, which I actually did grow to like her. She was really cool. But she'd, are you wanting, or I think we should continue. We should schedule more appointments out. And I'm like, well, how many hours am I at? That was the only concern I had was if I was meeting the required amount of hours. And then once I met him, I was done. I never went back. Yeah. Um, now here I am, 27, and that was... And I was 18, 19. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to get therapy again now. Yeah. I've taken the first step. I've gotten a nice primary care doctor. And she has, has or is working with a behavioral health specialists to try and get a plan set for me because conventional therapy where you go in and sit down and talk to someone everything is booked out months that's crazy Mm-hmm. i mean and that's the thing too it's also so hard to get a therapist yep like, it's so hard and expensive oh yep my god the amount of money you have to spend to make sure you don't unalive yourself yep hello that shit should be free <laughs> Well, considering I pay seventy dollars a month just to fucking breathe. Yeah, yeah, and then you got you know, and like these fucking things, fucking glasses. Like, God forbid, I can't see. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't ask to be fucking blind. Uh, Anyway, that's a whole other can of worms. Uh, But that's part of what's keeping me from therapy is it's so fucking expensive. Mm -hmm. And you meet what like once a week, and you pay like like hundreds of dollars for what like a thirty minute basically two hours a month like i just think that's ridiculous i use better help i used online therapy well one because covid was a thing and yeah i started and i really liked it um i liked the online thing i know a lot of people prefer in person like that's cool i've never yeah. done that i tried the better help and they told me i was too fucked up for it oh 
well, that's not cool. Yeah, they said um, basically that the amount of help I need is beyond their means. Uh, and Which, I mean, I, I need a lot Fair of help. Enough. I get it. But I don't don't advertise therapy for anyone if you can't actually help everyone. Because I have really bad social anxiety. So going in person and seeing a therapist makes me need therapy that much more. Yeah. Like I hate it. I hate talking about my problems. I hate talking about my feelings, especially to a complete stranger. And especially whenever you're trying to find a new therapist, you go through two, three different doctors before you find someone you're even remotely comfortable with. And again, just money out your pocket. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. So I get it. Um, And I think that's why I gravitate towards you know, friends Yep. and people that I trust yep. and that I feel comfortable with. And if you don't have that, you can reach out to us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you need a support system. That is the most important thing. And that's any mental disability or issue that you might have. Yeah. Not just depression. You know, no. Like anything. ADHD, OCD, bipolar. Yep. You know, it's just like any, anything. Yeah. Any... Anything that causes your brain to not function, quote unquote, normally, you need to have your close, even if it's just one person, you need to have someone you can talk to because just holding it all the time, eventually you're going to explode and nobody knows how they're going to explode or what's going to happen when they explode or who it's going to affect or how it's going to affect them. I think that was my issue too, is that all these new emotions, I didn't know how my my brain was going to react because I was like feeling all this new shit. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I've never felt like this before. Or like, well, I guess like kind of like towards the end of my relationship bef- before I got really bad, I was kind of experiencing some of that. Yeah. Um, but I just brushed it off. Honestly, since the pandemic, really like that really fucked with people. Yeah. It didn't help my pre-existing shit. So I can only imagine how it fucked people up to begin with. Yeah, it was just crazy, and I, I didn't think it had, like, I was like, eh, it's just, like, I'm fine, you know, like, but no, we literally could have died, like, mm. genuinely, like, that was, shit was intense. Yeah. I didn't have toilet paper, <laughs> man. I, I kept toilet paper on hand. I actually did really well at that. I had a sister that worked out, um, a large chain convenience store. <laughs> That's nice. That's very uh, nice. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I mean, I never ran out. I shouldn't say that. I didn't run out, but it got it got scary there for yeah, a minute. Yeah. Oh, like fuck! I need some paper. <laughs> no, it was bad. <laughs> so I get like that. That's kind of one mine, but it wasn't because of that. No, I don't think it, it, that just kind of heightened it. Because I mean, what we were all locked up for months and yep. sitting there thinking about our feelings and our problems. <laughs> and, oh, woe is me! And yep, I was like, wow, my life is kind of trash, man. Yeah, trash, man. Yeah. I just realized this entire episode, my voice is very raspy. <clears throat> I feel like I'm getting sick. I'm not I've felt like I've been getting sick too and I'm not here for it. But I don't know if it's just overworking and not sleeping enough. Probably. Girl, you go to bed. <laughs> you need to fucking sleep. Amy's been sick, so she's got this really nasty cough and I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, go with me. Um, but I think it's catching up to me. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, it's that time of year and we're going to be passing it around work like we always do. No, the do. fuck we ain't because we're going to be wearing masks and washing our damn hands. You and I might be, but everyone else. Yeah, you're right. We won't, we won't let it spread. It'll be fine. If you're sick, stay home, please. Please. Um, 
I have a compromised immune system. Don't fuck me Unless up anymore. Unless it's me, I'll just mask. I'll just wear a bubble. I'll be fine. <laughs> just roll around boy in a bubble. In the plastic boy bubble. in the bubble. Because I'm not a boy. Girl uh, in the bubble. Yep. Girl in the plastic bubble. Oh, did we just make another hit? Oh, period. Well, I was singing the Alec Benjamin song, Boy in the Bubble, but sure. You know what? We can we can remix it. Nope. I'm done. Oh, never nope. mind. No. Nope. Anyway, back to back to back to back to back. Back to being sad and <laughs> upset and depressed. I think something that for the longest time kept me from admitting that I had issues or like trying to find help was medication scared the piss out of me. Yeah. Because especially on TV and in books that I was reading and stuff, people get on antipsychotic meds and it turns them into zombies. And like, I was deathly afraid of that because up until a certain point, which I mean, I still, to an extent, am a very lively person, very quirky, very whatever. But it used to be so much more. And I was very afraid of just losing myself to medicine. (laughs) And I mean, I'm on antidepressants now. And I definitely do feel like it calms me down a bit, but not to the extent that I was afraid of growing up. That's what's holding me back from getting ADHD medicine is because I don't want it to take away that part of me that I love. And uh, maybe it won't, but maybe it will. And like for me, because I'm also very quirky and goofy and that person that always has to make people laugh. And I don't want to lose that. Yeah. I'm afraid that taking that medicine is going to make me be a zombie. No, I I get it. (laughs) I don't want to do that. (laughs) I mean, I'm only taking the medicine I'm taking so I don't, you know, do something I'll regret. Right. See, I'm not, I don't think I'm to that point where I like, I need medicine. Yeah. I don't know, my ADHD is getting pretty, pretty bad. Um, But I don't ever feel like I want to off myself, which is good. Yeah. Um, I've never got to that point. Uh, and if I did, that, well, that's why I was in therapy is because I felt like I was going down that yeah. road and I was like, I need to stop this. Yep. So I think being self-aware is very important too. Yes. Um, And if you, if you're self-aware and you... Even if you don't believe it, telling yourself I am okay seriously helps. Mm -hmm. It really does. Like my therapist literally, we sat there for like 20 minutes, like saying I am okay. Yep. I am okay. And it, 20 minutes is exaggerating, but like. But still. It was quite a while. A significant amount of time telling yourself you're okay. It really does help. Again, even if you don't believe it, just making your brain like process that. It helps release, I don't know, what's the serotonin? Serotonin, dopamine. Dopamine, yeah. Like, Um, I don't know the science behind it. I'm not a licensed therapist or doctor, so, like, don't come at me. Not a therapist. helped for me. Maybe it won't help for you, but I think it's worth a shot. Yeah. Um, I'll, 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 done that this episode listen i need you to take a shot uh every time i say what was i saying sorry we are creating very unhealthy yeah we are don't do that i'm sorry not in this episode no i take it back i take it back i take it back i'm so sorry i really forgot what i was saying though i genuinely did wow
that really just left um yeah i don't i don't remember either um i've never (laughs) uh, i never used a suicide hotline i never had to um i don't know if you ever did did you ever use that um no not quite they at one point there was like a texting app where you could just text okay and i did that a couple times but no did it help no okay well i was gonna suggest if you need to call the suicide hotline i i mean it's probably a lot different and better now than it was then i don't Um, have any experience with it so i don't know uh i do know that they changed the number to 988 988 to call the suicide hotline i don't even know what the number is i'm gonna pull it up so we can read it on the podcast i will also that's not it that's not the internet um i will also link it not um, get, put it on the screen yeah in the video for our oh. online listeners um i was gonna say that the you saying that you know you and your therapist sat there and you told yourself that you're okay another big um thing that i mm, oh is it literally you just dialed 988 yeah oh that's literally it yeah oh i thought it was like that really long thing i thought they changed it yeah god i'm so yeah. smart See, that's positive. I'm so smart. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't remember if I was told to do it or if I kind of just did it and realized it was helping. But if you go and as much as I personally don't like looking in mirrors, if you go and look at your reflection in the mirror and force yourself to smile, it it releases, again, chemicals because, I mean, your brain, you only smile typically when you're happy. So forcing a smile even whenever you're feeling super down super low can somewhat lift your mood i did do that and i cried and oh that yeah will that happened yeah and it's okay that's the other thing too cry like, yes cry don't helps. be afraid to cry holy shit i have cried more in the last year than i have my entire 26 year life i'm not even kidding you and I think that helped a lot. Mm-hmm. I cried about things, obviously the breakup, but I cried about things in my past. I cried about things that I have to worry about. I cried about fucking dropping my sandwich on the floor one time. I fucking yeah. cried. Like, what the fuck? Just cry. Like, don't leave that shit bottled up. I don't show my emotions. The entire time me and my ex were together for those 10 years, she made me saw, she maybe saw me cry like three times. Yeah. I just didn't. And it's because... Maybe it's because I didn't want to seem weak. I don't right. know. I just didn't. I just didn't. No, I think for me in that regard, not being weak because I predominantly dated men yeah. or boys, not men <laughs> and crying in front. A girl cries in front of a boy whenever you're dating, start like you're a kid. It's embarrassing for one. But then they're like, oh, she needs to cry. Maybe she cries yeah. about everything. It's like, yeah, I do, but, like, shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think that was my thing. Oh, I got the hiccups. No, I don't. Bye. Go away. Sorry. Sorry for that brief uh, interruption. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't... I just don't like showing my emotion, I guess. I'm better now. God, I yeah. show my emotion all the fucking time. I haven't cried yet, but um, I cry almost every day. Watch me cry on the drive home. <laughs> Um, I'll probably cry when I listen to this. Honestly, yeah. I probably will. And again, that's okay. Uh, Sorry this episode is such a downer. Um, On a happy note, 
but sorry not sorry because <laughs> yeah, like it true. we do have to talk about it it is like getting it off of our chest in some regards yeah. i mean we're not talking about specific problems right now but we are generalizing our mental health journey our struggles which are both very different yes by the way but similar too yeah i th- i think a lot of mental health journeys are different but similar yeah we all share something in common yes i guess the whole point of this episode too is just know that you're not alone and even the happiest seeming people are sometimes the most sad so yeah and i know they always fucking say this shit check on your friends but seriously check on your friends like check on your loved ones check on your neighbor you know check on check on the people that that you really care about and that you know even if they don't show signs the people that you think don't need checked on probably need checked on yeah like you know the happiest person ever that you know that's in your life they are probably drowning on the inside i mean a big big example celebrity wise robin williams yeah he i mean outwardly from movies interviews and stuff like that he seemed just the happiest go lucky guy he was always joking he was always laughing he's always smiling and he didn't feel any of that inside and and no one had any idea he never talked about it no and then one day he was just gone yeah we don't want that to be you no not at all um you might be happy today and and that's the thing like it jumps around you might be happy today but then tomorrow you feel like shit and that's okay yeah it's okay it's okay to not be okay yes but what's not okay is not trying to do something about it yep not acknowledging you're not okay is not okay right um and again we know that there's days where you don't want to see anybody and that's fine yeah it's like i get that shit i do yeah but on the days where you do feel like doing things go out and live life have fun enjoy the little things even if it's just you know you go out and a bird's chirping a beautiful song and it's like that bird and i both woke up today yeah. If that's all you did, congrats. Mm-hmm. You're breathing. Congrats. Because yeah. some people don't. You woke up today. That is one hell of a feat. Yep. In my opinion. Because a lot of people, they don't, you know. And again, we just don't want that to be you. Um, I know we already talked about this, but at the uh, Disturbed concert that we went to a few weeks ago. Yep. Well, I guess it's been like almost a month now. Damn. Um, yeah. But. David, the lead singer of Disturbed, talked about his mental health crisis, and he said something. I I just went to this concert again last weekend, um, and it hit me way harder this time. And he just was like, "I am tired of seeing my friends die," and it's true. Like nobody wants to see you dead. Nope. You know, and even if you, and the fact that people, you know, learn to hate themselves so much that they'd rather die is really just it's heartbreaking it is nobody's fault it's not their fault it's not your fault it's nobody's fault it's just you know but i guess the whole point is like we just don't want to see you do that so if you need support please reach out yes to us on all forms of social media or whatever um because even though we're not licensed therapists or anything we just want to help true and we care about each and every one of you and your friends and your family so yes just let us know if we could do anything and um from one mental health suffering oh from one basket case to another (laughs) 
Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. God, I'm so good at this. See, I'm not good at giving advice. You see that? I just can't choose my words. I don't English well. It's okay. Um, regardless, just take care of yourself and people around you. Um, even on days where you feel like it's impossible. Yeah. You have got it. You can get through it. We're here for you. If we're not here for you, someone's there for you. Um, like I said, figure out your support group, figure out a, a crisis plan. If things were to ever get that far, um, just always have someone in your corner. Yeah, it's a good spot to be. And if you are that person in someone else's corner, thank you. Yes. Like genuinely thank you because it will save a life. I promise you. It might not seem like it now, but you will thank yourself in the future. Yep. So um, I think on that note, we should end this episode before I start crying. Probably because <laughs> I, I can like feel it. I feel it coming. Yeah. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're fine. We're happy. We're spreading them humor. Mm-hmm. Um, again, follow us on social media. Now, we just told them we can't be doing that. I know. We are doing better than we were. However, we are not 100% and that's okay. It's okay to not be okay. I know I'm really bad with that. I'm really sorry. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I am too. I'm working on it. Um, follow us on social media. Instagram at spreading.humors. We'll put all the text here. Yeah. All the text will be on the screen if you're watching. Uh, Instagram at spreading.humors. TikTok at spreadinghumorspod. And Twitter at spreading underscore humor. Singular. Yeah. And as always, thank you beautiful people for listening and know that we love you and we support you and we're here for you and all the good things. Yep. So. Bye. Bye.